Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Junior. And I just woke up. And we're the, the Nerdy, Nerdy Bros. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Oh, I, did we rotate? No, I don't, I don't think we rotated this. But, oh, no, we did not. <coughs> Bam. Look at that bacon sizzle. Hell, yeah. You saw it on video. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, welcome back, everybody. I hope you guys enjoyed last week's show. Uh, uh, hope you guys were able to do as well or maybe beat Tito in the little one-liner quiz that I gave him. Hope you guys enjoyed that because uh, I thought that was pretty fun. Um, but, uh, yeah, anyway, Tito, stuff. Me and stuff. <clears throat> I'm sorry about the cough, guys. Uh, it, it, I got sick last week, and it's just stuck with me, and I haven't gotten rid of it. Uh, it's, it's really bad with coughs. But uh, I'll try to power through it, uh, and we'll start the, uh, the show off uh, every week the same way that we always do with Junior's Hot Take. And this is part of the show where we talk about something new and upcoming in Junior's Hot Take and Hot Opinion. And Junior, uh, it looks like Disney has acquired Percy Jackson and the Olympians, and we got some news that either they're going to be like making their own series or just continuing uh, right off where they, they left off. Uh, what do you think about that? Would you Did you like the, the Percy Jackson movies? Yeah. Well, like, you you know, I mean, I, I'm sure that you feel the same way, but, like, I'm really, like, big into, like, mythology. Like, I'm big into, like, Greek mythology and, like, Roman mythology and stuff like that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I really enjoyed those movies. Um Obviously, I knew that they were based on books, but because I'm not much of a reader, I never read any of them. So I don't know how close to the source material they stuck. But for whatever, I mean, obviously the first one did well enough that they were able to get a sequel. But I guess the second one must have either not done that well or they thought that maybe the actors were going to start to get a little bit too old and age out of the roles. Not sure what happened there. Um, but yeah, I, I've i seen both the movies. I enjoyed both of them. Um so hearing that like Disney's now like acquired uh like this IP is exciting cuz yeah who knows um maybe they're going to do a show you know how like um series of unfortunate events <coughs> like the, there was the Jim Carrey movie which basically rolled three of the, like the first three books into this like 2 hour movie didn't work and then yeah, way garbage. down the line garbage uh Netflix decided to uh to do this as a as a show and i like that, that was they awesome. did what it was like two or three episodes a book so like the first season was like 10 episodes and that gave us like three books or four books something like that or is it like two episodes a book and they did yeah the first season had four basically four books it was like two episodes a book and we had like eight episodes so because we'd only seen the Jim, for me, I'd only seen the Jim Carrey version. I only knew up to the third book. I know that you read those books. I read up to, I think. Like the ninth or tenth book. Because I, yeah, I remember like seeing car- that one the, at mom's house. It was the house. Carnivorous Carnival. And then I remember reading or starting the Slippery Slope. But I, like, I never finished the book series. Oh. So, yeah, like I knew that you'd read. I th- I think I knew that you hadn't finished them because mm-hmm. there's like what, like 11 or 12 books, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so it'd be interesting to see if Disney now either 
gets these actors to play the same roles again. And it goes like, we're going to start from the third book. And I think there's like, what, five or six books in this series. Yes. So, um, or if they're going to do like, Hey, let's do a show kind of like series of unfortunate events. We're going to do like two episodes, a book. And then who knows that that could be a one season show. If they did like two episodes, a book, <coughs> like oh. the series of unfortunate events did. And there's like five books. They could do 10 episodes season and knock out all the whole thing. Now, you know, I don't know how much of a cash grab that would be. They might try to stretch it out and be like three, four episodes a book so they could get more seasons out of it. Or they might make movies. I don't know. I mean, when it comes to But I am to excited that, for it. There's no like, th- there's not much of a cash grab, would you say, like on something like... Like for instance, like Disney Plus, like obviously, obviously they don't have ads, so they only make money off of like the the monthly subscription, right? Right. So like the only way that Percy Jackson would make them more money is if it brought more people to like sign up for it. Right. Right. Because if it, like you know, and it could, but I mean, if it's just like, but I think the whole thing is like streaming service, like. You're right. It's not like going to the movie theater and every time you go to the movie theater, you pay $7 or $10 to watch a movie. But you have to think also, the the movie theater, I think, makes... I think they make the most money on concessions and that's why they're expensive. But I yes. think they the movie theater probably still makes like $4. You know, like they probably make like 40, 30, 40% of the ticket sales. So then the movie gets the rest of it, or maybe it's flipped over and the movie theater gets like 70% and the the movie gets like 30%. I don't know. But what I'm getting at is like, I understand that that's how you think they make revenue. But, but yeah, like, I mean, think about it. Like Netflix, Netflix is like what, like eleven ninety nine or or 13 bucks a month or whatever. Yeah, yeah. If a million people have Netflix <laughs> and I'm sure it's, there's a lot more than a million yes. to even, it doesn't even matter that people share their passwords or whatever. If a million people had it, that's $13 million a month that Netflix makes. Obviously it's way more. It's mm. probably at, in the billions, at least of people that have Netflix. Well, I mean, yeah. And it started as just, you know, you had to, you were just ordering movies Right. Like, but, but like I'm saying is like back to what you were saying about like Disney plus, like it's Disney. I, and I'm, I'm sure that tons of people have Disney plus. So like even at six ninety nine or seven ninety nine, whatever the hell it is, like there's still, I mean, first of all, it's all going into one thing. Like Disney's this huge corporation yeah. and now we're getting into the weeds of it, but it's like Disney, all their money gets like pulled together. I'm, you know, I'm assuming. So it's like, they're making money off the parks. They're making money off the merchandise. They're making money off Disney plus they're making money off Fox off of Marvel off of, you know, a fucking national geographic, all the shit that they own. They're making money off of all of that. So like them adding Disney plus was really just a way to continue to make money on old ass movies because it's like if you don't own Pocahontas and if Disney doesn't release it from the Disney vault so that you can buy it on, you know, whatever on demand or buy it in the store, there's you're not going to watch Pocahontas. You can't watch it. And then they got Disney Plus and they're like, all of these things are on there. All these old ass movies like 
Pocahontas, Sleeping Beauty, all these movies that was like the Disney vault's about to release it for it's like 25th anniversary or whatever. And then that's, that's when you'd be able to get it for like a year. But then if you didn't get it, it was off the shelves. And then you're like, oh, I want to watch Cinderella and I don't have it. But now with Disney plus it was just a smart way to make more money. And now they have all these Disney original, like Disney plus originals, not Disney original, which is a different thing. Um, so whether they make it like it is a way to draw more people in though. Like mm-hmm. if, 1 million people have Disney plus and they get another hundred thousand or 10,000 people that again, these are just, I'm just throwing numbers out there that want to watch this. Cause they love the book series or they love the mo- movies and they want to see what happens. That's an additional 10,000 people that they're getting. Mm-hmm. So like any way you throw, any way you cut it, the more that they add to it, the more they're going to start, um, raking in more people the same thing that i think is going to start to happen with all these new marvel shows that are coming out i think they're going to like either redo punisher or punisher is going to now get added into like one of the movies at some point or whatever it's like that was like a rated r show and i don't i don't i'm wondering how disney's going to deal with well i mean uh have we talked about moon knight at all no, we haven't. Oh, okay. I mean, I think we've mentioned these that these shows were coming out. Well, because Moon Knight's trailer came out, and then... I can't believe we haven't talked about Moon Knight. Um, I thought we had. I mean, that's like your thing. I'm not yeah, really yeah. the Marvel guy here. Well, like, but that one kind of seemed like it could be close to maybe, like, Punisher level. Like, uh, Moon Knight's pretty crazy. Um, like, did you see that TikTok that was floating around where it was like, go on your Disney Plus account... And if you go to settings and parental yeah, yeah, guides, yeah, you can turn real. it off that's or whatever. Real. That's not real. I was like, I tried to do that. And that, that wasn't a thing. Yeah, that wasn't, that's not a like, thing. it's a thing to turn it down on my kids so that they can't watch anything past, you know, PG or rated seven or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, there was no, like you can unlock all these rated R films. Cause it was no. like, if Disney owns Fox there, that means that you can watch all these Fox movies. And I was like, I, it, Whatever the fuck you're talking about. Doesn't own. Oh, wait, no. Yes, they They, do. do The Simpsons is on there. Fox. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They do own Fox. Sorry. That's how they got that. It was Sony. That's why we're getting. That's that's how we're getting X-Men and Deadpool. But again, it's like, are they now going to have to tone down Deadpool? Like, Ryan Reynolds already had to fight to have a rated R version. And then they had that, you know, like PG-13 version or whatever. I don't think... No, I don't think they would have to tone it down. No. I mean, uh, not if it goes on theater, but th- but the whole point is, like, Disney doesn't have, like, a rated R movie. Like, everything that they own, are they going to start being, like, again, a Fox movie is a Fox movie. Yeah, yeah their parent company is Disney, but, like, Disney doesn't stamp it, stamp it and go, and this is a Disney movie. Like, no, it's not. It's It's a Fox movie. Disney's their parent company, but, like, Marvel and Disney being so closely related now, like they're synonymous with each other. Like, yeah, how yeah, are yeah. you going to but get like, away with like rated R films? But you don't like, I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong because I don't remember. You don't get like the Disney logo before a Marvel movie. You get the right, the Marvel thing. Like, yeah, but there is no Marvel. Like in the MCU, there was no rated R. Like yes, Deadpool now, was the rated R guy. But now they're, there still could be 
Like, just because you know that Disney owns Marvel doesn't mean that they can't make a rated R Marvel movie. Again, but this goes, this all goes back to like, so the same thing with, I mean, we're supposed to be getting blade, right? Yeah. But Blade could total. They could totally make Blade a PG thirteen movie. They don't have to show all this blood and stuff. If Blade, I mean, they they do show blood in the yeah the in the Marvel movies yeah. There's a, but a lot of times it's like alien blood. There hasn't been a whole lot of like blood blood. People get messed up a lot. What are you talking? Everyone's face is always jacked up by the end of the movies where they're bleeding a lot. But a they take stuff away. Like think about in uh, the um, <clears throat> Winter Soldier. And uh, Falcon, when the new Captain America kills that guy, you don't see it. But when he pulls the shield up, you see blood. But it's like it's implied because of the implication. Yeah, because of the implication. So, like, there's just all this. uh, I guess there's ways around it. But I just mean, like, Punisher was hardcore. That was, like, hardcore. So I'm like, are are they going to tone that down? Is that going to become a PG-13? There's just going to be a lot more of implication stuff, but there's not going to yeah, be... Yeah, I think the Punisher's way more gorier than the Deadpool movies were. And I don't know, like, limbs are getting cut off in Deadpool. Like, Deadpool doesn't care that he's getting hurt because he's Deadpool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he's a little more Devil May Cry when his with his body parts and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, the Punisher's doing it to, like, everyone else, though. Yeah. Anyway, we like totally sidetracked off of what we were talking about. Yes, I'm excited for Percy Jackson and the Olympians, whatever they I mean, do at the it. end of the second one, uh, Zeus's daughter gets like revived and then it just ended, which really sucked because I was like excited to see like where that would go because because um, th- all the kids at the camp are demigods and they're the offspring of of the other gods of gods, but only certain ones are but of like the of main the, yeah, gods. None of the, the three brothers were there. And then Percy showed up. And then the second one, you got to uh, meet uh, Percy's half brother. Um, whose mom was like, I don't siren. remember the second one that well. The first one's the one that I've seen a bunch of times. So I, I know Percy, Percy is the son of Poseidon. Poseidon. And then his half brother is like a Cyclops, but like, you know, like a teenager Cyclops. And I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure when Poseidon, I think the the lore behind it is when Poseidon sleeps with a siren, uh, he produces a cyclops. And then they get the golden fleece in the second one because there's like a shield around that camp where all the kids are like training. Yeah. And uh, the tree that was uh, creating the, the force field, it was damaged. So they got the golden fleece to fix to fix it. And then you find out the lore behind that was that Zeus's daughter was trying to make it to the camp and got attacked and, like, killed. And essentially Zeus turned her into a tree that created the force field. So when they put the fleece on the tree, it ended up, like, bringing her back. So, like, literally right at the end, Zeus's daughter, like, comes back. And the actors, they're big actors, right? Sean, Sean Bean is Zeus. Yeah. And... I think Poseidon is played by the redhead uh, Dr. Hunt from uh, Grey's Anatomy. Yes. And yeah. <clears throat> and you don't see you don't see Hades though, right? Well, you yes. do. Yes, you do in, in the first, first one. one. Yes. Yeah. I can't remember who plays him. Um, but Persephone, his wife is played by um Rosario Dawson. Yes. 
A lot of big names in the movie. Pierce Bronson. Pierce, Pierce Bronson is he's a centaur. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of silly that he's in a wheelchair. Yeah. Like I understand that they're trying to like obviously they're in the real world, they have to hide it. But it was like, how do you hide a horse body in a wheelchair? Well, I think the whole thing guard- was like four four wheels, four legs. Oh. And then his, maybe. But then his guardian is a a fawn. And he's using, uh, like, his legs don't work, so he uses those, like, crutches. And then he's just, yeah, like... What's the the guy from South Park? Timmy? No, Jimmy? Yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah, it's, like, what Jimmy uses. And then, like, at one point, he's like, I'm your guardian. And he starts taking off his pants, and he's like, what are you doing? And then he he's a... Oh, no, not a fawn. He's a satyr. Yeah. But then it's just, like, that doesn't make sense either. It was like, it seems like you totally could have walked, and you, like, didn't have to hide it at all. You just had these magical pants that hid your legs. So, yeah, I don't know. Oh, uh, what was um the girl? I can't remember Alexandra Dodrio, but I can't remember what, what her character's name is. But I don't remember what her character. She's name is. the daughter of Athena. Yeah, she was a daughter of Athena, which Athena is a daughter of Zeus. And then and also Poseidon's wife. And um, <clears throat> uh, the bad guy, the lightning thief is Hermes, son. Yes. And he had like a group of kids that were basically pissed off that the gods didn't, because they weren't the gods aren't allowed to speak to like their kids. Yes. And then right at the end, I think Zeus allows Poseidon to talk a little bit with Percy. Yeah. And a, well, like it doesn't Athena also no, see? No, she just like she sees her mom, but they, yeah, they just kind of like look at each other. Yeah. But that's all. I mean, like the encampment of kids. I mean, yes, there are a lot of gods, but. That is just an ass load of kids that are just like hanging out there. Well, it's like, uh, uh, but uh, the thing is, like, I've some a lot of them could j- be a bunch of half siblings, but it was like the three main gods barely ever have kids. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, like Percy's like one of yeah, fucking however, weird. yeah. I mean, technically in in like mythology, like. Zeus was fucking everybody. So Zeus actually did have a whole bunch of kids. But yeah, for for in all tents and purposes of this is like he didn't have that many kids or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was like Hercules is like the only well-known one that we know. But there's tons of other ones like a demigod. Yeah. All right. Anyway, I, I digress. We got into the weeds. But but also, like I said, we're uh, we're, we're <coughs> in the Greek mythology. Mm hmm. Now we're gonna start getting into North Norse mythology now that uh, the new uh, right. God of War game is yeah, gonna be coming yeah, out soon. Yeah. Um, I want to replay the first one. Oh well, moving things right along, uh, uh, we come to a fan favorite segment known as anime is an important part of our culture. Um, and why did you do that? I don't know. I, I felt like it. So uh, I talked about how we were supposed to be getting the Jujutsu Kaisen movie in February. That's what was rumored. Uh, now instead it is March, but we do have an official date. Uh, it is now coming out March 18th in uh, theaters here in the U.S. So get excited for that. I'm beyond excited. I want so much more of this show. It like I honestly feel like rewatching this season. I constantly see some of the like fights uh, like on TikTok all over the place. Like this, sh- like I- honestly for and I've talked to like certain friends that like were introduced to anime you know, just last year and like their first anime they watched was Jujutsu Kaisen and it just kind of like blossomed them into like all these other ones that they started watching. And it's such a great show. I literally cannot wait for more. Uh, I can't wait for this movie to come out. Um, Demon Slayer and Attack on Titan have been blowing my mind 
everyone is losing their damn minds waiting every Sunday for new episodes to come out. Um, literally, the last, like, five episodes of Demon Slayer, I'm just like, I need more. Um, Attack on Titan, finally, for me, last week, I think, was the first time that I felt like Demon Slayer's episode didn't overpower, like, what was happening. Uh, we finally got something big to happen. I know you said you've had to, to like, dodge spoilers. Left I, right. I've, yeah, that's all I've been doing is dodging spoilers on, on everything. Literally everything. Uh, I'm on I, TikTok being like, ah! At this and point, same I, thing with I feel YouTube. like you should have some Demon Slayer episodes. I think the last time I checked, there was not a single one that no. was in English yet. Well, because, like, I'm also wondering if they started <clears throat> from, like, the beginning of Season 2, which means, like, they're... No, because I feel like the Mugen Train arc should already be in English for you. So I honestly feel like, number one, you should have that one episode that I told you you have to watch that is brand new, which is Ren Goku before he gets on the train. So, like, that I feel like you should have. But, uh, like, because I feel like the... Because they did <clears throat> Mugen Train episodically, and then they're doing the entertainment arc, I, like, as far as I know, like, I... I think the entertainment arc could potentially be rounding out to like an end soon. So the, the Mugen train arc is done. It's all in English. So the only one I have to watch is the first episode. That first yeah. one. So the entertainment district arc is all in Japanese still. Oh, okay. Cause you're on, there's eight episodes out yes. and not a single one has been dubbed in English <coughs> yet. Oh, so yeah. So they did probably go through all of Mugen train making it English dub before they, they reach this. So hopefully soon or like within the next week, you should have an episode. Like it sucks earlier today. I tried, I started watching an anime and I'll, cause I, again, I like made a mistake thinking that like critical rock, uh, um, Vox Machina was out Vox today Machina. and it's out tomorrow, but yes. I thought it was out today. And, but when I like looked it up, the, it was like something that you might like. And I was like, Oh, it's an anime. Oh, this looks kind of cool. And I just clicked on it and I watched like the first like five minutes, like subbed. And I was like, and I, I think the reason though, there wasn't a shitload of dialogue. So like, there was just like a lot of like the character, like moving around and stuff and they weren't talking. So I could just watch, mm-hmm. but like I, stuff with like tons of dialogue gives me problems. So I'm just like, I just have to wait for a dub, but it sucks. It sucks. Cause I, I like, I want to be caught up with everybody else, but I have to wait like a month after everyone else has already seen it before I can even start watching it. Mm-hmm. Like the first half of season four of attack on Titan was over. Was o- like, was over like three weeks before I like started. I was like on episode four or five in English. So like by the time it was over, I was still watching for like a month and a half after mm-hmm. to, f- to finish watching it. So, but, uh, so yeah, that, <clears throat> Oh, One Piece is at like a pinnacle moment that's doing really well. And then I think Boruto is about to get into like another really good arc. So it's like four brand new episodes of just amazing animes every Sunday. And that was another one. Like I caught all the way up with Boruto uh, on the dubbed. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well, now I have to wait. And I didn't like, I think I, I checked back like two or three weeks later. And like, there was still no, no new stuff, but I haven't like checked in a while. So like, I don't know how far because like i got into like the i feel like i got into the hundred something episode yeah i think so what um, was the last thing you saw it's like hard to remember um 
I remember seeing the fights with the uh, Kaguya's people mm-hmm. coming down. Or, like, that might have been the start. Um, so I remember they they all became uh, Junin, and they started taking... Huh? Oh, Genin. Uh, Genin, Genin, Genin. Because yeah. um, it's a Chunin exams, and the Junin is like the third rank, right? Jonin. Jonin, yeah. So, yeah, I, I saw them become the Genin, and I saw them start to take smaller missions. Um, like, you've... You like I saw the stuff with like Sasuke and Sakura There's and already two hundred and thirty three episodes and uh, Sarada because there was a whole thing with like there was the th- stuff with Naruto and Sasuke like fighting together again and uh, Sarada finally being like oh shit my dad's like not a piece of shit like I thought he was and um so like I remember seeing that stuff. Like, I can't remember the exact, exact last episode. I don't think I watched anything where I was like, oh, my God, a huge cliffhanger. And I, now I have to wait. Um, But I think I was watching it on Hulu also. So, like, I don't even know if yeah, maybe I, check again. If I, I have to tr- I try think, something else. I don't think you made it to the 100s. If you were still at that part. Yeah. <clears throat> because the... Uh, maybe I was in the... But I was high up there. If I wasn't in the 100s... I was in the 70s range I'll, or something I'll give you like maybe that. Maybe 70s, yeah. But you didn't see them like get Naruto back, right? I think you were literally at the pinnacle of like some really badass. Yeah, I think a bunch of I think big... a bunch of cool stuff was yeah, about yeah, yeah. to start you're, happening. You're like mid 60s then actually. Yeah. But yeah, uh yeah, that's like I said, all those four shows are going on every Sunday, new episode. I'm still waiting for some of my other animes to start back up with new shit, but it is, it is a great time to be an anime watcher. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, so I will say just cause of that anime that yeah, I, was about I told to say, you, wait, what is that one called though? You so it's called, called, uh, rage of Bahamut, uh, virgin soul. Oh, and, like I said, I looked up like Vox Machina and this was like the second thing that came up. It was like Vox Machina and the next thing down was this. Um, but it looks like it's like like another like D-ish. Like we still need to finish the record of Lotos, at least that first season. Yeah. Um but like there's like a dragon that you can see, and then like there's like Ooh. I saw like elves uh there was like um there was like certain like monster creatures that uh look like um they were basically like being enslaved and it was like we'll cut their horns off and we'll but there there was like it was kind of bloody at the beginning like just in that like first like seven minutes that i watched i was like yeah 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 this is a show that i want to watch and so I'm like, now nah, I just have to see if I can find it somewhere dubbed because it's it's newer, but it's that it's like not that new. It's from 2017. Oh, OK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and I was like, yeah, yeah I want to see this. Um, also, I started watching Claymore again. Oh, you know what? I didn't know. I'm not like on the third episode. Did you get into it then? Yeah, I like I, it's just like one of those things where like I started it like super late at night. Uh-huh. So I like. 
watched like one episode and then I was like, I'm going to bed. And then I watched like the second episode and then I didn't keep going. But like, I just, well, let's just get into it. segment over. Uh, I like got into Vox Machina, not well, Critical Role, not Vox Machina, the first yes. season. I got into Critical Role, but because Vox Machina is like a hundred plus episodes and they're like three to four hours each, I was like, mm-hmm. this will take me a very fucking long time. Same thing with the Mighty Nine to get through this. So I was like, I'm just gonna start their newest season, season three, and I'll just watch this one because none of the seasons really go into each other except for they they, mention yeah they don't follow each other but they're all in the same universe yeah they've already mentioned box machina in the second episode of of the third season yes uh bertrand mentions that he yes yes um so i've watched the first two episodes they're only up to like episode what like 11 or yes. something like that. I, I just finished episode 11. Yes. So yeah, like the, like I finished the second episode. I'm like the third episode's four hours. I'm not going to start this one. Cause it was already like two in the morning. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like I'm going to keep, I'm going to try to catch up with you and maybe we can watch them together or we'll just watch them on our own or whatever. But like, I'm going to try to like tackle like one episode a day or something, but like four hours. That's like, I mean, that's fucking like 12 episodes of Claymore yeah, yeah. that I could watch. Yes. So it's like, if I do it's this. It's extremely time consuming. Yeah. It's and like, it's, if just, I, it's just consuming all the content. I mean, I've talked about it before, how like a whole week was just me doing the what, like 80 hours of D&D content that it's all I've been doing. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's like super time consuming. So it's like, I'm trying to, cause like, I don't think Claymore, it's like Claymore's like one season and I think it's like in the 20s. 21 22 episodes something like that maybe like 24 at most oh, really it's not just 12 episodes yeah okay. i I'd, I'd have to like double check to like actually be 100 percent sure but like i'm so it's like yeah if i try to uh if i try to watch this but then i'm watching critical role it's hard to like <coughs> uh yeah it's 26 episodes um but yeah, I've already made it to the, to the third episode. It is it is like interesting because the whole premise of the show is basically um, there are the they're they're called like Yoda or uh, not like D A. Oh okay, it's I was like, like what Y O T A. Um, Yota Yoma Yoma. Oh. That's really different. <laughs> well, yeah, Yom. I mean, I was one letter off, but <laughs> it's still uh, so they're the Yoma and they're like demons, right? And claymores are half demon, half human. Essentially, it's like a human, and it's not like a Yoma and a human got together, got together and like had it, baby. It's like yeah. yeah, it's like a human that got bit oh, or okay, something, okay. and got infected with Yoma blood, but didn't, didn't turn like full Yoma or whatever, but these people, so that, and only females are able to survive this. So there is no male claymores. So the female that these people are called claymores and they have like silver eyes and most people are fucking terrified of them. And like, but they're used to kill Yoma 
But what you, I just found out in like the third episode is that when you make it to a, you can only fight off your Yoma side for so long. So like after like 10, 12, 14, 15 years, you send out like a black letter to another Claymore. And that black letter signifies that they're losing control. And if you receive the black letter, that means you've been requested to kill this person. So, so like, like I would send you a black letter when I was coming out of control saying like, I want you to kill me. Okay. Oh shit. All right. So, um, so like the main character, she got a black letter from one of the people that she was in like the, like, um, like basic training with or whatever, like learning how to fight and stuff. That's crazy. And she was like, I like, I want you to kill me because I'm like losing control. So, um, that's pretty cool though. So yeah, like so far I'm like, Hey, this is pretty cool. And like, she's traveling with like this human kid who like lost his entire family to Yoma. Um, so yeah, I like, I I'm like, okay, cool. I like this. I'm, I'm, I want to watch it, but yeah, like, like critical role has been like, fuck, this is like four hours. So it's like, I could either just give critical role a, a minute and be like, let me just get through this anime. Cause it's 26 episodes, <coughs> but like, Critical Role is just, like, really funny and stuff, so yeah. I'm just, like, um, I mean, I'm, like, really enjoying this. I mean, that's what I this. do is just bouncing around between, like, different things that I watch. Like, I'm about to finish sophomore year of uh, Dimension 20. I'm literally on the last two episodes, and it's funny because they've been... It, they were in the studio for the entire, like, season, and now these last two episodes are right when the pandemic got super serious, so mm-hmm. now they're doing everything, like over like Skype and stuff, which mm-hmm. kind of sucks that literally the last two episodes are doing like this, but cause that's when they couldn't like, that's at the very beginning when to, kinks yeah. weren't like worked out and stuff. Yeah. Where it was just basically like, everyone needs to be at home quarantined. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and like the, the second to last episode was like three hours long. And most of the episodes were all uh, two to two and a half hours. But then, like, the first half hour was a bunch of uh, fan-submitted songs that they had made. Um, so it wasn't even, like, the episode. So the episode technically was still only two and a half hours. The final episode is five hours long. Uh, so I don't know why the hell that is. But Jesus. I'm, I'm assuming there's probably either a lot of extra content. I don't... I Technical difficulties or they, like tried to figure out a way i doubt they would have had to do five hours for an episode yeah that's that's nuts yeah um so yeah i've been watching critical i've been watching critical role um i haven't really been uh like i haven't played video games since we uh did the episode where i played um dark souls 2 damn we still haven't done harry potter yet yeah i know i yeah we, we, need, <coughs> we need to jump on lego harry potter um, trying to think like, yeah, it's like that. I, we've been watching that dimension 20, uh, the new one, the starstruck, mm-hmm. um, which, which is, hilarious. which has been really funny. Yeah. It's weird. Cause it's like totally different from any of the other stuff that they've done so well, far. He, like Brennan mentioned that at the beginning of the season that he was just like, like he wanted to do, he wants to keep doing, trying to do something new. And it's obviously different from what's happening in critical role. Cause like I said, critical role is all in the same universe. It's all in the same land. Uh, and it's the land of Tal Dori. And I really want to get, like, they just put out their own, I like, essentially, like, player's handbook that's just specifically on kind of Tal Dori. So it adds um, a bunch of extra, like, subclasses. 
I think maybe even some of the newer classes that they use. Um, and then all of the information on uh, the characters from like Vox Machina are in there too. And then just like all the lore. So essentially like if you wanted to play in their universe, like this book lets you. And I was just like, I want that so badly, not just so much for whether or not, you know, uh, our friends and, and I decided to ever play in that world. But it's just like, even just like their subclasses and stuff, it'd be nice to have all that information in a book versus me trying to like constantly look up different things uh, on my phone. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, like I've been watching that, like I've been watching that while I've been doing like crafting and stuff because I've been working on stuff for for when we play D and D. But yeah, I've just been watching that and like, like an anime here or there and a movie here or there. Um, like I recently watched, uh, which I hadn't seen. I watched the green Knight, which was, was good. It was pretty cool. I, I enjoyed it. It wasn't like super like over the top, like lots of action and stuff. It was like, I was trying to tell you, it was like a little bit more psychological And it was like, I think it tried to stay true to the source material because it's like, I think it's like a, a, it might be a poem or like a very short story. Uh And it was like written by, it's like anonymous, like they don't know who wrote it. Um, But it's like part of an like Arthurian legend. Um, It has King Arthur in it, but like he's not the main character. Um, So I watched that. I enjoyed that. And then I watched... um, uh, King Arthur, uh, Legend of the Sword, uh-huh. which and then you watched it with me, and then I watched it with you. The same day I watched it, I watched it again. Yeah, and I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure you were just like, I just want to show you the opening fight scene, and then we ended up watching all of it, and it was a great movie. Yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was really awesome, and I was like, God damn it, I really want like, I think it came out like 2017. I was like, <laughs> God damn, it didn't do that well, and I wish it did because I want a sequel. This movie was awesome. Like, I want to see what else they could do. Because, yeah, like, right at the end, they're, like, building the round table. And I'm like, God damn it. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, the movie was, was freaking awesome. Um, So I've just been, like, watching a lot of stuff. You know, like, it's the same thing. Whenever I play video games, I'm like, I'm watching stuff that is like the video game I'm playing. And, like, but because we've been playing so much d and I'm like, I just want to watch stuff that's, like, D&D related. Yeah, I mean, we finally have, like, a serious group that it's like, we're going to go the distance. And I'm really excited for everything that's going to be, like, in our future with that. Like, I just got, yo, man, If even if you're not into D&D, check out Hero Forge and just make a little character on there. Because that thing is awesome. But I just got, like, the mini that I made for the campaign that we're playing. Um, uh, I know a couple of my other friends have sent me, like, what their minis are supposed to look like. Uh, they have theirs ordered. Uh, we've been painting, uh, some, well, at least I painted some of the other characters, uh, so that we can get going with that too. And it's just been, I don't know, it's been wild. Uh, like I've gotten nothing but good reviews from my friends at work that are playing with us that they were just like, dude, those setups were, were awesome. All the, you know, the, the battles that we did was sweet. So I'm just, I'm finally excited that we have a group that's, you know, going to stay committed to it. Yeah. I'm excited for it too. I, I, I can't help but like, I like watch all these videos on like, DMing, even though I'm not the DM, I'm like a DMing tips. And then I'm like, I want to send them to you. But then I'm like, I wonder, like, I was like, I hope he watches this because there's some stuff in here that I think could help him. But I don't know if you're watching any of the shit that I send you or not. But like, sometimes I'm like, like, I get excited about stuff, but about like, 
I think that if I DM'd, I would do the book that I bought that I was like, Tito, I want to play D and D. And then you were like, I don't really want to read this. And like, go like, it's not a huge story. I don't think, but like, I think that if I DM, I would start with something of that. Like I would just read this book because it's not that many pages, figure out kind of like the base storyline and try to run with it with there with maybe just a few people. Um, Cause like, there's just like these, uh, these things that like in these videos that I've watched where I'm like, this is important information that I think Tito should like know about just in case. Cause like watching critical role and like dimension 20 is all well and good. And I can see that you're like picking up from some of the stuff from there. But then sometimes I'm like, I feel like he might be lacking in this. And I'm like, maybe if he sees these tips, it might be something cool. Cause like, we haven't really done like a dungeon crawl yet. Like we like did that mine, but it was just like, it was like you walked on the shaft and then like the enemies were like right there. Well, you guys went in a little further, uh, but I think you're talking more so like, cause we did do dungeon crawls. Uh, in the in original that, one the that original we played. The original one that we did, yeah. Yeah, so, that like, one, I'm wondering... I, like, drew out, yeah. like, dungeons and had you guys... Right. So, like, I'm wondering, it's, like, what happens if, like, are we ever, like, it's, like, are, you know, is that a plan or is it always going to be, like, you go right and, like, the enemies are right there and it's, like, are we... Because I remember when we were, when I was playing with you, when it was just you and me that one time that I was, like, I want to play and I bought that book and, and you were, like, you can go right, you can go straight, you can go left. And then, like, I was trying to, like, backtrack to, like, make sure that I hit all the different areas or whatever. So, it's, like, I kind of want maybe something like that. Yeah. Like, we end up in a mine, and it's, like, caverns of, you can go right, and then you can go right again. You go left and, like, all that shit. I have stuff like that planned out. It just wasn't stuff that's happening again. At the very beginning. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um. But, uh, anyway, but basically we're just going to be talking about D and D's. We've already started. Uh, we have already started. I yeah. I was like, I don't know if you've seen it. Like, I want to watch, um, the last duel. I like started it, watched the first like 10 minutes, but like everybody was awake. Nobody was paying attention. I was like, I'm not, I'm going to get pissed off trying to watch this movie with everybody talking and stuff. So I'm just like, I'm going to have to like watch this on my own. This is like a two and a half hour movie. Uh-huh. Um, so I want to watch that movie. And then, like I said, I want to get into maybe some of these other animes and I want to watch, um, like I want to finish the, the Lotos one that we've been watching record of Lotos. Yes. And this new one. But anyway, let's, uh, let's get into some D and D stuff. Yeah. Guys. Recently, some people have been saying that, you know, some people have reached out to me and have been like, I'm getting more and more interested in D and D. I kind of want to know more. So it's like, we talked about it in the one episode but we didn't really get into we so this time we're gonna like delve in a little bit more and get into some of the basics of D that you might want to learn a little bit more and see if you get a little bit more interested so and <clears throat> and i think we've talked a little bit on it uh on the show before especially when we talked about like our own personal experience with it and how we get things going. And the number one thing, like, you have to find is, like, number, like a group of people that actually are interested in it. And it's not just so much, like, you can't be into it for just, like, wanting to, like, oh, you know, like, I want to roll dice or all this stuff. Like, you really have to, like, role-playing is a huge part of it. Um, 
you know, getting into the mindset of actually being that character, which I know to some people might seem a little silly, but like if you're if you're not going to take it seriously like that, you know, just be all monotone or talk regularly and just be like, uh, I mean, I don't know. I guess I'll walk into like if you're just going to play it like that, like number one, you're not going to enjoy it that much. And number two, you're going to like start ruining it for the other people that you're playing with. So you really have to kind of get into the mindset of like if you're going to be playing this once you've crafted your character, whatever faults or um, or like boons they have, like, you know, lean into it. You you are that character while you're sitting on that table rolling that dice like that's you. Um, so I will like- say one thing, though, because the, again, this is like stuff that I like saw a reason and I was actually. Um, I don't know if you, I think I might've told you about it and I don't know if you ever watch it or not, but like, you know, Brendan has like a podcast it's called like a, the adventuring Academy, uh-huh. like podcast. One of the episodes he has, and it's like early in the first season, he has Matt on Matt Mercer. Mm-hmm. So they talk together about like Dungeons and Dragons, DMing, building out a story, building out a world and shit like that. And they talk about like, Hey, if it's somebody's like first time. You don't just like if they're not comfortable doing all that, you can't just be like, well, this person's not going to be fun. It's like it's also their first time. So, like, I, I agree with you that like role playing is, is like a big part of it. But for somebody who's like never done anything like that before, but they want to play, you shouldn't just be like, ah, well, you know, this guy's not taking it seriously. I don't want him to play again. It's like give him a shot because you, you, you're going to be like, and and obviously also don't like embarrass them like afterward be like hey man like you know how everybody else was like you know role playing and getting into it stuff it's like maybe try to get into it a little bit more next time that we play whatever because it's like you weren't really you know it didn't really feel like you were super participating or whatever and the one thing that (coughs) um they gave um because with the boons or in like all the flaws and all that stuff Uh it was like try to relate it's like you know who's your favorite what's your favorite movie what's your favorite character is how is that character like your character and like try to find common shit so that they can be like oh i can go i can try to play it like i'm like i'm neo or i'm mm-hmm. you know maximus from gladiator like i can try to play it like that a little bit so that try to find stuff where it's like not a super far reach for them being like dude i've never done this before and you want me to be like i'm Bilbo the Archer man and, and like like they don't get it then they don't get it but so yeah that's just like I agree with you that role playing is a big part of it but I also think that we should also try it's but again to it's give, there's you know, there's a difference between and and I mean I see this at work all the time there's a difference between like someone that tries and maybe they're not great at it and someone who just doesn't give a shit yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what I'm talking but about. But also, like, people that don't give a shit, it's like, why the hell did you even come here? If I, you, I don't know, they yeah. might because they it, it, whether whether it was just because like, some people I think it's like you knew this was a you knew this was like yeah yeah, yeah. but nerdy like more than just I feel like slight people, nerdy. Yeah, I feel like sometimes you know you might have certain friends that might just want to be included, or someone that maybe was generally interested, and then it started, and they're like, mm, this is more than what I bargained for, and then it's just like. You know, again, it's not necessarily someone that's going to derail your campaign, but it just kind of turns around like, once it, yeah, once it gets like, oh, you know, like, oh, hey, what are you doing? And they're like, I don't know, man, what can I do? And it's like, like, I'm not going to tell you what you can and can't do, man. Like, you're living in this fantasy world. Tell me what you're doing and I'll let you know what's going on. So, 
Yeah, I mean, it's just like it's basically like real life. He's like, you could be like, I'm eating, I'm going to the bar, I'm yeah. going to to a shop. It's like anything that you would do in your normal day to day life, you also do in this. There's just also monsters that you might encounter that you'll have to fight, and it's like, but it's not just gonna be a constant fight the whole three hours that we're playing. So. We played for five hours again last time. Like. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. But yeah, so basically, that's kind of what you want to start with. And like, do a little research beforehand too. Get a little, get a little handle on what you want to do. Uh, most of the time, uh, especially when you have your day one when you play, you're going to be spending a lot of time using like a player's handbook, crafting your own character. So like, if you want to just research number one, uh, what type of race you want to play, and then um, what type of class you want to be, like, take the time to do that. It definitely makes it way easier. And then like quicker to jump into the game if you've already kind of crafted like your own character before even if you just have your race and your class picked out by the time you get there like the dm can you know immediately help you to start like making that character so i mean that and and that's step two just getting into that and once you get that going once everyone else is ready to go uh you guys can dive kind of straight into kind of like the story behind it um Speaking of races and classes, what are some of the races and classes? Uh, so if you're just going off of the normal handbook, and also I love that so many people were just like, I feel limited by just these races that I want to be able to play other races. And eventually, you know, um, uh, D&D and other uh, writers and stuff like went in and were just like, yeah, you guys can play as anyone. Here are all the stats for it. But the uh, the main stats that you go with, You've got uh, dwarves, humans, elves, half-elves, gnomes, halflings, not hobbits because they weren't allowed to use the phrase hobbit. Um, uh, Half-orcs, which are, you know, orcs. and It's always like orcs and humans. I have never heard it being anything else. It's always orcs and humans. Um Though I usually say if you just want to play as an orc, you don't have to be a half orc. But usually, I think the I think the defining factor between like a half orc and an orc ends up being that like orcs, like a full orc, are very very like kind of dumb, and a half orc has the, intelligence. Yeah, intelligence with the capacity to like learn more and stuff like that. Um, orcs are cannon fodder. Yeah, and then you have uh, tieflings, which are. <coughs> um, you're basically like uh, Dragonborn. Dra- oh, Dragonborn. Dragonborn. Um, and then tieflings have uh, like it's devil blood in them, not demon blood. So devils and demons are two different things. Devils are from the the nine circles of hell, and demons are from the abyss. And uh, like contrary to popular belief, a tiefling doesn't have to be like a human that slept, or like any race that slept with um with a devil. Like you could just have that like bloodline in you and it just manifests later in life where all of a sudden you straight up look like a devil. Oh, but then they added like, uh, I know earlier editions used to have a crap ton of like different races, but like a lot of them ended up being like, you still are kind of human. There's just subtle differences, (laughs) but then you started to get like, uh, a lot of newer ones. Uh, I know for instance, um, just going off a critical role in, in the first season, uh, their character Travis or Travis played uh, uh, Grog Strongjaw, 
who was a Goliath. So that's a half giant. Um, and then in season two, they had someone playing a furball. Which to me is just like, how does that work? A, how, how a does, giant is probably work? enormous, right? So, so how does it, how did a giant do it with a regular sized human? So here's, here's what I, what I'll say. I think they have, I think it's always like known to kind of be like a smaller giant. Like it, it would be someone that was like a short giant because I think even smaller giants can be somewhere like around 10 feet or like 11 feet versus like being like the towering ones. So like that one, you're just massively, you know, big, but, but anyways, yeah, you end up with a, with a Goliath, which is a, a half giant. Uh, then in season two, they had Furbolg, which is like a, like a bovine, uh, person, uh, which if you don't know, bovine is like cow. Uh, so they just kind of had like floopy ears and then kind of like the nose and then, uh, like a little more animalistic. <clears throat> and they had someone who was an Azamar, which is like, kind of like the other side of the spectrum with a tiefling and Azamar has someone that has oops, celestial blood in them. You bastard. I forgot. I always forget that's on there. I need to take, I don't know why it's on there for Thursday. Um, that scared me. Uh, <laughs> it's just like, ah, um, and now the, the newest season, uh, they have someone playing a fawn, uh, which I mean, most people know is like, a like a fawn and a satyr is the same thing, right? They're just half goat people. I think fawn might be half sheep. Maybe that is all right. Um, they have someone playing an automaton, which uh, they do kind of have a, a race like that. But it's called Warforged, which uh, it is half. It's half goat, half human, and a satyr. It would be I don't know, a satyr. Is that like half ram? Uh, you know what? That might be it. Half ram. Uh, one class of drunken woodland gods represented as man with horse's ears and a tail. A satyr? Yeah. Like, satyrs have horns, and I don't, fawns don't have horns, I'm pretty sure. No, fawns do. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. She, yeah. So, I don't know. I don't really know. But I think, one, I feel like one is Greek mythology and one might be Roman mythology. And that's I don't what, know. All right. Well, that anyways, might be the only difference. But anyway, she plays a fawn. Then you have uh, Fresh Cut Grass, who's a cleric, who's played by, uh, who's an automaton. But most of the time that you get automatons are known as Warforged, which are, uh, they were basically robot soldiers that were created. And then, like, I think it was like a soul was kind of shoved inside of it to give it, like, like a magical soul to give it, like, power. And so then, it's kind of like Alphonse. Yes, kind of. But because they, well, they started off as they were just supposed to be soldiers. And then it's like the, um, their whatever war they were part of ended and they never got like, you know, decommissioned or whatever. So eventually they just like kind of went off on their own, but Warforged ended up being like its own class. Um, and then they also have, uh, what the, uh, Oh, and then they have two, uh, Genasis on there, which are, uh, ele- elemental people. So essentially like they have an earth Genasi and they have, uh, an air Genasi. Um, Who's fought like, and you get Genasi from uh, genies that uh, slept with like humans or genies that slept with each other and they gave birth to 
uh, a Genasi. Um, so like a, a bunch of different races. Uh, yeah, there's like Aracorca, which is like the bird people. There's uh, Tortles, which are turtle people. Um, uh, tabaxis are cat people. There's like the, they talk about them, um, the pack, pachyderm pachyderm people they're the the elephant people oh yeah, yeah yeah those yeah that's i've seen those on hero force it's crazy to just think like i'm just a humanoid sized person like check out my massive elephant head yeah um <coughs> but just a bunch of different races is there's so much that like goes into it and then not just that and then you get all all the classes um to go with it um anywhere from being like a, a rogue or a bard uh, to like a barbarian, a ranger, fighter, paladin, which is what you're playing in this campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, three different types of like basically being like uh, a magic user. Although like a lot of, or I guess you could say four. Like you've got you know druid, wizard, warlock, sorcerer, um, and I guess a a cleric. I would say like those five are probably mainly in like these guys are always going to be casting spells. Um, but then there's like other classes that can also learn magic, yeah, like yeah, a paladin. Yeah. Like, pa- well, paladins like you'll always learn magic. Uh, rangers also always learn magic, but you guys are still way more fighters than I would say you guys learn like are, are magic based. And then pretty and uh, same thing with like a bard. A bard is also like a little bit magic based, but also kind of like hey, they're doing a bunch of other stuff too. And then also depends on like, like you could play a bard in three different campaigns. And still play like a different type each time because there are the subclasses. Uh, once you reach level three with any class that you're playing, you then get to pick a subclass. Uh, for you, for instance, it was the type of oath that you're taking. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, if you were a fighter, for instance, it would be uh, like the different type of fighter you could become. Uh, I know probably one of my favorite characters that like Murph has ever played on Dimension 20 was when they did the Crown of Candy. He played. He was a fighter, but he played an eldritch knight um, as Sir Theobald Gumbar, which is just a giant gummy bear in plate armor. And a, an eldritch knight is basically a magic knight. Um, so he got to know spells as well as just be like a fighter. Um, uh, <clears throat> with and then Siobhan in that one, she was an uh, an arcane trickster, which is a rogue that learns magic. So I mean, there's there's subclasses and subgenres like everywhere. And, like, more uh, classes, races, and subclasses are being added all the time. Um, one that I'm really trying to get into to learn more about um, are, are the Blood Hunters. Like, I think, I think that class is awesome, and it just reminds me of, like, kind of being, like, a witcher, basically. So, <coughs> I've, been, I've been looking into that class and then just, again, just other subclasses and races and stuff. Um, but like what's cool about like the different races is also like the different stats that you like automatically start with based on the race that you choose. Uh-huh. Like certain, it was like so far pretty much everybody in our, that was like one thing that I just thought of. I thought of this because of the episode of critical role that I watched yesterday. Um, but like our entire party, except for one person has dark vision me yes. and we're not all playing the same race. Like yes. I'm a half elf. Megan's playing as a, a as a dwarf. Like you're playing, a you Genasi. like you have dark vision too. Yes. And then um, Angel is playing as like he's a he's an Azamar. He's an Azamar. He has, he has dark, dark vision. vision. The only one who didn't was Jonah. Jonah, who's playing, who's playing as a Goliath. Yeah. 
<coughs> so it's like not not every race has dark vision, but a lot of races do, which means that you are able to see in the dark for up to 60 feet. Mm-hmm. So it's like there's like all these little things that like certain races have that other races won't be able to do or something like certain races are going to be big. Certain races are going to be small. Uh, certain races are going to be able to um, um, are going to be more adept with certain types of weapons or certain types of tools and stuff like that. <coughs> Same thing. And then that just piles on when you add the type of class that you decide that you want to play as you're going to be good with this type of weapon or good with this type of magic or, you know, stuff like that. So, um, there's like, really there's like infinite combinations that you can play. Like I've, I've pretty much always played as an elf or a half elf, but I've pretty much always been like, Oh, I'm going to be a ranger. I'm going to be in, this is the first time that I'm like, all right, I'm going to choose paladin. I'm almost always, I almost always have a bow. Mm-hmm. And this time I was like, all right, I'm going to play as a paladin and I'm going to fight with a sword and I'm going to see what that's all about or whatever. That time that I was playing with you, I decided that I was going to play as like, uh, you played a half orc wizard. Yeah. I decided to play as a wizard. I was like, fuck it. I'll use spells. Um, it's like, I've never played with that stuff before. I kind of want to see, try. It's like every time you play, obviously when you're playing a long campaign, you're like, all right, I'm stuck with this unless you end up unless your character ends up dying mm-hmm. in which case if you want to keep playing you re-roll a new character or whatever but it's like if you're playing a long campaign you're stuck with whatever you pick but like every time you decide to try something new you can try a new character or a new class or whatever mm-hmm. you don't have to always play the same exact thing yeah so it's uh <clears throat> and we should be getting like Angel's girlfriend in the mix uh the next time we play too so it'll be fun to see like what she ends up picking um but i have like literally all this week at work i was just weaving and threading like a bunch of stuff that we got uh going for the party as soon as we start playing uh the next time but it's all just really exciting stuff and then you know got my handy dandy monster manual here too to just throw all types of baddies at you guys i have a question because like i i don't know Because you have, like, the three main books that, like, everybody should have, which we don't have the third one down here, but yeah. you have the Player's Handbook, the Monster Manual, and the D- and the, the, the Dungeon Master Guide. guide. Yeah. What does the, what is different, what's, like, in the DM Guide that's, like, Not in different in the Player's Handbook? The Player's Handbook is how you, like, play. It, it basically gives you everything that you would need to play as, like, a character, not as, like, the DM. The DM's Guide is more about... Uh, world building, uh, city building, like empire building. So the DM guide is more important to you than the player handbook is to you, like right now. No, like the DM, like the DM handbook. I feel like you, is more, I feel like I've never seen you like use it. I've looked through the DM's handbook like a handful of times. Um, like they, it's it has like some things where it's just like if you need like a, a random generator. Like I could, I did see that, but stuff. obviously but the book is just as thick as those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's more information. I like I've looked through it before and gotten ideas from it, but I don't really. It doesn't have information that I have to go back to, and the monster manual and the player's handbook do, which is why I use them more often. Like the DM's guidebook is more for like a DM to read before they start world building or before they get into a campaign. It's not necessarily something that I would say is used during play. Like I use these ones. Well, yeah, I mean, it's not used during play for sure, uh-huh. but 
but like you said, it's for world building. So it's like for building other towns and stuff like that. Like you, you're not really using it or you are using it. And I, I just don't see you using it. You probably haven't seen me using it. That's all. But like I said, I don't go back to it that much. Like I already have like a, a general knowledge of like what I'm doing at this point. All right. So there you go, guys. There's some, some more D and D nerdy shit for you to think about. And like all these books, there's like a, they have their like website. It's like, um, can't like I'm fucking blanking on it right now. Cause we had it pulled up. All right. It's right here. Actually, I have the app for it. It's called a D and D beyond. Yeah. And you can get all these books, uh, in PDF format. You still buy them, but like, if like a physical copy, like each of those books is like a $50 book. Yes. And, um, the only one that you actually need for yourself is a player's handbook is what I would say, unless you're going to be the, the DM, the dungeon master, which case you probably need all three because the monster manual will give you all types of different monsters that you can throw at your, uh, the PCs, the, the characters, the people who are playing. Um, but like all these books you can get through D and D beyond. Um, and they're like, I want to say like almost 50% off. Like I think the player's handbook I saw for like $26 or something like that. So it's like, um, you can get all these books on discount. I think there's also like maybe possibly free ways to get at least some of the rules, the basic stuff that you can get for free. Um, like it's not super expensive to play this game. If you don't want to, there's also like, I have a, a dice like generator app on my phone, which you can just, you don't even have to buy dice. Not that the dice are expensive. <coughs> you can get a set for like seven, eight bucks or whatever that has like oh, all nice. the dice that you would need the D 20, the D 10, the D 12s. And also the best part about D and D is, I mean, technically you could say you don't need any of this stuff. You could just straight up make your own shit up and then just start your own campaign that way. I mean, you do need to know some basic stuff. Like, I, like, I mean, I'm just saying you could create your own stuff, though. Like, you create your own rule set. Like, that's what a lot of people end up doing is they... But they still, they, they steal like from... Yeah, 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 yeah. They steal from, like, you still need, like, a strength. You need, like, a strength uh, number and, like, a dexterity modifier. And, like, you still need, like, that shit. That's, like, it's all based on that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, you you have to take at very least the bones from D and D and then flesh out whatever you want to create and then make your own rules up. But at the very least you need like a, some sort of working knowledge yeah. to be able to at least start playing. Um, but anyways, guys, if you're interested in D and D stuff um, and you know, you can hit us up, hit Tito up, hit, hit me up. Um, Tito, where can they hit you up? Uh, you guys can always uh, reach out to me and talk to me at Bandito Tito ninety three on both Twitter and Instagram, guys. I'd love to hear from you guys uh, about anything nerdy about whether it's D and D, video games, or whatever the hell you guys want to talk about. What about you, Junior? Uh, you guys can also send me a DM at pops.maniac as well as nerdy.bros.inc on Instagram. Uh, hit us up if you have questions about. You're like, hey, I've been kind of thinking about it. Like I said, I've had a few people be like, I thought about it, I just don't know where to start or. Uh, I don't know if I have anybody that I could play with or whatever. Like there's online too. You can find um, there's like websites designed specifically for people. It's like, I think it's like D it might be called like D 20 or something like that. D 20 roll, something like that. You can find 
online and you can play basically like via discord and stuff like that. Just need like, well, you don't even need a microphone. Your computer's got a microphone or whatever. Um, there's ways to find, uh, to play. Also try asking like local comic book shops and stuff like that. If they know of any, like we found that store, uh, by us, which is only like 25 minutes away that they hold games like every weekend, like on Friday, Saturdays and Sundays. So like, you can ask around and you might be able to find um, also if you I don't know if you live by us, and you want to play with us. That might be something we might be open to as well. Um, we but, have a full uh, party right now, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, anyways, guys, hope you have a good week and uh, enjoy the episode. Yeah, guys. Thanks for stopping by. OK, boy.